There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. Creativity. Visit Crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow. Is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. Goodness. Oh, wow. yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. In their midnight era. Now, you'll notice that my voice is a little sh- What's that? Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I said in their midnight era, but go ahead. Explain your voice. Okay, well, before we talk about sort of the big <laughs> pop culture news of the week, I have, you'll notice that the timbre of my voice is troublesome, and I apologize. What is going on? Do you have nodules? Vocal nodules? I don't think so. I think, I think I'm coming back. I, I was sitting in the steam room here in Reykjavik, Iceland, and I think it helped because sometimes in movies they ask you to scream a lot, and then sometimes uh-huh. after you scream, they have you run away. Yeah. As, as fast as you can. More on that later. More on that in a year after you see this film. But um, it sometimes it's hard. Sometimes acting yeah. is hard. I have to tell you, as someone who just, um, for an upcoming project that is yet to be announced, had to use his voice a lot. The vocals yeah. are an instrument. It's actually rule of culture number 75. The vocals, the are, vocals an instrument. are an instrument. And you have to protect the gift. Now... Speaking of a gift, someone who truly has a gift, you said a, a queen of a certain queen of pop has a new song. Oh my god, yes, the queen of pop, as we all know, is Haley Steinfeld, Oscar yeah. nominee, Calabasas resident Haley Steinfeld, <laughs> and she has a new song called uh, I believe it's Coast with Anderson Pack, and it's stellar. It came out like a month ago, and I kind of like brushed it to the side. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll listen to it later. Like I'm, I'm over here. I'm a I'm a, you know, love myself girl. Like, I love that era. I'm a Stanfeld. 
I literally am such I'm a Stenfeld. Like, I, capital letters, bitch. bitch. The way I will play capital letters down. It's an excellent song. Did you ever catch her song for the Bumblebee movie called Back to Life? A hundred percent. That It's crazy that that did not make the great global songbook. I don't think there has been someone with this big of an impact on music. I don't think there's been such a queen of pop since Rita Ora. Yeah. I was going to say Ava Max. Well, it, wait, can we say Ava Max has a new song and it samples Can't Fight the Moonlight with Leon Rimes. And let me tell you something. Max and Eustis are eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner in the words of Colin Farrell's sex tape with this one. The vocals are giving you everything you could desire from one of the girls. The production is top-notch. And the Max and Eustis... There is a sale at your at your favorite store. There really is. There's a sale at your favorite store. Oh my God, where to work that in? Way to mm-hmm. work the Lost Culturistas phrase into that. Honey, um, the word bop has been used. You know, I did not watch the VMAs. Did you watch them? No, because I find them to be totally irrelevant. And then, then. And then, and then some, all, all it takes is one person. There could be 99 people at the VMAs. Mm-hmm. There could be 100 people in the room at the VMAs. And none of them, nine of them make them irrelevant. Well, I would say, I was going to say that there, there seemed to be some effort in trying to make them iconic again this year. Like a lot of the, the, a lot of the press leading up to it was like Nicki Minaj and, you know, LL Cool J and mm-hmm. one other person were co-hosting. Yeah. Um, I, 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 sorry to the third person. I, I forget who it is, but like, that was like, there was a lot of like hype around like, oh my God, the VMAs could be iconic again. Um, a lot of recap throwback videos of like, what was your favorite, v- like iconic VMA moments. And the red carpets were, I think, great. This was a good red carpet, I would say. I would agree for what I've seen was good. Also, anytime there is an iconic same sex kiss on the VMAs, like, you know, it's going to garner headlines. You know Congrats to Bad Bunny for wearing our culture as a costume. Um, but I would say probably the most iconic moment outside of dove cameron winning best new artist had to be when taylor swift in an acceptance speech for video of the year which was well earned for all too well turned her damn face to the crowd and announced her new album album and then bowen yang we were thrust headfirst into the midnight's era with a da vinci code cipher to unlock what do you think the clues are what do you think the clues are giving this is what i'm forecasting for the storm ahead and i want to say something i have a history of being right about this stuff because i actually predicted reputation and i predicted ellen you didn't predict you did you okay well let's just back it up let's why, just back why are you i feel like there's disrespect coming my way there's no disrespect i just want to i just want to make sure that we don't give ourselves too much credit because i think you did not predict reputation you said i've heard from sources no 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 no, no 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 you mistake yourself in the words of hamilton because what happened was when all of this stuff went down with kanye and kim and taylor i said i predicted i'm like her next phase her next iteration is going to be dark taylor i'm telling you i said she's going to commit to the villain in the words of diana jenkins you want a villain here i am <laughs> you're really i just gotta say matt is in top 
form. He's quoting the right quotes. But I just want to say that you the, the prediction was that one, you were like, well, first it was Dark Taylor, sure. And then you were like, I would like her to give, I think she's going to give Pat Benatar, which I don't think she did. No, but rock sound image, big sound. <laughs> yeah, big mean big sound, sound, aka rock. Okay, and then I think finally you did land on sources have told me that her next album is moving in a hip-hop direction. Which but I did was, not have sources at the time. I, I wasn't as plugged into the Hollywood machine as I am now, as an, as an you and I are, of course, on the A-list. I wasn't as plugged <laughs> into the Hollywood machine as I am now. I didn't have sources. Yeah. So if I did say sources told me, I was simply lying. You and I, oh my God. Yeah, what a, what a long way we've come with Taylor, yeah. to be honest. It's like it's like us, <laughs> okay, J Lo, okay, Ben. That's like the oh my most God. famous Olivia Wilde. Oh my! Wait, we got we we hold on a second. First, we we are getting into that. But when We're can I say one it. thing? Can I make yeah. a prediction about? And then I would like to hear yeah. if you think this is moving in the right direction. Yeah, the aesthetic and the vibes I'm feeling for me, it's giving Lost in Translation, ambient, such great mm. heights, postal service. It's giving Death Cab vibes. Death Cab. It's giving that feeling of early aughts. It's giving maybe even a little something corporate. It's giving still continuation of emo Taylor, but what happened when that got a little electronic? It's giving sleepless nights literally in the theme. Can we just talk about how the theme is genius? Just like the theme even is genius. Like, the theme is genius. It, like the way that no one has like zoned in on something that specific i'm really into it and Universal, i feel like that's yes the character will meet form in this type of music how do you feel about that that's great I, I i'm in total agreement i was telling you that from the aesthetics from the two promo photos we've seen i was like oh, we might be getting like 90s aughts mm -hmm. rock sad boy anthems sad yes. girl sad days anthems death cab is perfect I would mm -hmm. love if she sprinkled in a little bit of Chris Carabat and there are some dashboard confessions. 100% King. It might be none of those things, but I'm excited that it's a fall Taylor album because guess what? We kind of had a revisitation during Red Taylor's version, mm -hmm. but I'm saying Folklore and Evermore were summer and winter. Yes. We're getting fall. We're getting new fall Taylor for the first time in years. In years. Five years to be exact. Let's not forget the power that Taylor has during autumn. Oh my God. There will be a single before September 30th. I will say this because mama, I know wants to be in the Grammy con conversation for this year. It's yes, giving yes. shake it off vibes where that single came and was nominated for record of the year. And then the album album of the year was won the next year. Correct. That's the and I feel as though we will get a single. I don't know how soon, but I think within the month. And that probably is necessary because, and I know you have thoughts about this. The date of October 21st is quite a ways away. Quite a ways away. It is the traditional area of release for Taylor pre-lover. Mm -hmm. And... I think that's important. This is her 10th album. She, mm -hmm. she does not, we're not going to, it's not going to be until album 13. Do we get something this major? Mm -hmm. You're right. She knows that this is going to be big. And I'm telling you, it's the I'm so in agreement. 
it's just the centennial in a way. <laughs> the, the concept <laughs> is genius. It's genius. We've all stayed up at the strike, the, at the stroke of 12 going, wow, my thoughts are the most internal and private at this time. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this is, and it's, it's giving range of emotion and experience. It can be sad anthems. It can be party bops. It can be, she can, she can play with, she can play with all her colors, basically. Of the wind. And I really think that also it is in the midnight hour. And I think the title of up is in the midnight's era. In the midnight's era. And it is at this time that we realize in being kept up by these thoughts, what is truly important to us, what is preoccupying us. Therefore, there is the immediacy, the lyrical immediacy that we are about to get. Do you understand, everyone out there listening? Do you understand that we are about to get... I don't think they do. Likely a tour in the summer... And the rumor is for the past four albums. Rumor has it it's about the it's, it encapsulates the past four albums. We're getting lover more, lover lover more ever midnights. We are getting, and I want everyone to really grab onto something right now before I say this. It's giving spring, summer, fall, winter. It is giving literally. If we are to put together a set list of like the five best of all those four albums and. Let me direct because I have ideas about how to transition from starting big summer tour, right? Big summer stadium tour. Start with lover, right? Open with cruel summer. Fucking let the girls have the cruel summer moment that we never got to open the tour. It's big on TikTok now. It's big on TikTok now. Go through the, the highlights of lover End with the song lover transition into folklore the lights come down the mason jars go up give me five from folklore transition into evermore we see the energy starting to get a little bit more sexy and witchy slap us in the head with whatever's happening on midnight's encore greatest hits wow the way we're about to eat i'm sorry hmm do you feel this way i feel this way I, i i really i'm trying to not hang up too many expectations because I know that Taylor will not only exceed them, but subvert them. And I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to be embarrassed when it comes. I am smiling big and holding back a laugh because do you know what I realized the listeners think the readers think right now? They think that Jennifer Lewis is just sitting there while we do this. And this is our (laughs) intro. I know that Jennifer Lewis is just sitting there. That the Jennifer Lewis episode is called in the midnight's era. This this She'll love it. showbiz legend being, <laughs> being co-opted by Taylor Swift. She would have screamed into this conversation hours ago. She would have. Oh, yeah. Do you think Jennifer Lewis would call Taylor Swift a, quote, crazy motherfucker? I think so. Do you think Jennifer Lewis? Yeah. I think I think that's it, a compliment. I, it's the highest 100 percent. And so let's just say Jennifer's not here right now because, well, do you want to say? I'll say. OK, so I had hubristically thought that uh, I could record this episode because I was not going to, one, miss the episode with Jennifer Lewis or so I had intended for the world. Mm -hmm. And two, I did not want to reschedule her too abruptly. So I had suggested a a slight scheduling change. Um, But it was going to be the day that I was traveling and I didn't realize what the dates were until, you know, it was coming up on the day and thought I could record from the lounge this goes into my I don't think so, honey, later. Um, mm-hmm. 
it's it's the airport airports are in a crisis right now let's just say it yeah but specifically one airport is flopping hard the most egregiously bad airport and we need to stop pretending like it's a fun place to go more on that later um Mm -hmm. and anyway i could not make it i had to facetime matt in a a, in emotional duress at the last minute say i think you got to do this alone but i have faith in you and i was like and i honestly i honestly want to listen to a one-on-one conversation between you and jennifer people as co-stars as scene partners yeah i loved my conversation with her and i miss her so much and i'm so lucky to call her my friend and like i was looking really forward to introducing you to her and seeing your guys's dynamic but i think you'll really enjoy the episode so that's coming up in just a bit everybody but bowen and i wanted to get on because i just it didn't sit right in my spirit not having you on the episode at all i said it just didn't sit right in my spirit i need to connect with the diva doll and then the way that taylor like sort of introduced the concept of the midnight's era to the world i was like okay so i'm feeling like god is good god is great and that we needed to wait yeah and I'm so glad we did. And that's how you, that God is in the room. And I need to say that um, Jennifer is promoting her new book, uh, Walking My Joy in These Streets. Fantastic, fantastic book. A follow-up memoir to her best-selling memoir, The Mother of Black Hollywood. I mm-hmm. read through it, loved it. So many wonderful stories. It's undeniable that it's just coming from her truth. Like she, it's it's her voice like throughout the whole thing. And um there's a fun, beautiful, cosmic connection to Shangela between Shangela and her and Shangela and this podcast, because it is also the other, the only other time that Matt has had to uh, host this podcast solo. And I think it's very special. And without spoiling anything, listen to the end for a treat. Okay. Listen to the end for a treat. Um, but before we get into that, there are just current events really are happening as we speak this week. Yeah. yeah. Because... We have to discuss this don't worry, darling situation. So um, for I'm the done. readers who are illiterate on this particular pop culture news item, the don't worry, darling press tour, God is not in the room on this one. God is not on the Zoom calls. God is not in the, the P, uh, he's not on the PR team. I thought this movie looked incredible when the trailer came out. I love a you know, it feels like it's like some dark sci-fi satire. I love the cast. I loved Booksmart. Mama, the way that this press tour is falling apart, no one can get along. There are no real heroes and villains. Maybe Florence is the only one that kind of comes out of this, comes out of this looking the least ridiculed florence is because she's removed herself entirely from it okay so for everyone that doesn't know basically it all started when jason sudeikis served olivia wilde with custody papers while she was like you know speaking at a convention for don't worry darling so she sort of had you know the the press and like the the whole like media narrative was very much on her side because he did this horrifying thing to her and he claims it wasn't on purpose but I don't know about all that. Yeah. So then it's like, uh, there's the rumors that Florence doesn't like Olivia because Olivia started sleeping with Harry Styles on the set of Don't Worry Darling. And Florence is very close with Jason Sudeikis because Zach Braff is a director on Ted Lasso and Florence hasn't posted about the movie. 
and Harry's like not having the easiest time PR wise right now because of the queer, you know, baiting or what have you and his lack of um, intelligence when he speaks on that subject. Sorry, everybody, but that's what it is. And then Olivia does that like big article and I guess variety or something. She did like was, a big yeah, piece. Which- which were, were you and I talking about how like, oh, like you would think that's a good PR choice for her to do variety, for her to be, um, to, to do something in a trade so that one, she can be regarded as this director who is really having this wonderful project come to light uh, with all this press that she has to do damage control over. But then the piece kind of, I don't know. It's it's like maybe what the movie is trying to like portray, which is that like things are not what they seem, and sometimes the aesthetics of something really don't communicate that much at all. Like I think that's like what I'm taking away from all this is that like these people are ultimately actors. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I I just I just think that like it's like like okay. So basically, fast forward to this. Olivia mentions that she had fired Shia LaBeouf from the Harry Styles role because she has a no-assholes policy, which, woohoo, we love that. Yeah. Very novel idea. Um, as if, like, you you can be in control of people's personalities in an industry such as Hollywood. <laughs> um, and then uh, Shia comes out and sends to Variety directly these receipts, these emails, these notes, this video of Olivia driving which iconically starts out with her going, Shia, Shia, Shia. Sorry, I'm sweaty from riding my horse. And I'm like, girl, you've lost us already. I'm already, you've lost the thread with the, I mean, like, it's so, I mean, like, say what Shia is a monster and truly (laughs) despicable, but also like, and this is not to compare anybody's behavior, but it's like Olivia got caught in a lie after she did this whole women are the future, you know, piece in variety um, where she basically throws Florence under the bus and says, Florence has to come to Miss Flo has to come to her senses. It's so weird. And everyone is so fucking icky. I think ultimately the fatal flaw that she made. And again, I, will definitely see this movie and i actually heard the script is so then is the press working so i don't think that this is good for it but i will say i'm still going to see it because i well first of all i love florence Pugh, and i I think she's fabulous and i i was gonna see the movie and i will see it still but this is the problem is it's if you're gonna do a big piece like that it's one thing to lie to your actors to manage them. You know what I mean? Like, if you need to say to Shia yeah. LaBeouf, look, I really need want you in the movie still. I get it. Like, fl- like Florence is difficult. If you need to say that to him, two things. Don't put that in writing or on video. And two, like, understand that if you said that to him, and this is someone that has nothing to lose at this point, and then you try to trot out a story that's a lie... And that, and you misrepresent the truth, he might say something about it. And he did. So what you've done is you've made it public that you were condescending about your Oscar nominated lead actress and diminishing of her. So ultimately, if I'm Florence Pugh, I don't want to promote this movie either. Why? Because she values herself as a professional and press is work 
And this work environment has become unprofessional and toxic. So she's going to do Venice, I heard, and then do nothing else, which right. I say that feels Love right it. to Support. me. This director is... She's just not running it, the set well. No, it's there's some contempt there or whatever, not to sound like I know what I'm talking about, but like it's... It's really, really a bummer. I don't love thinking about it. Um, I was talking about it with some friends. And this is not, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I don't mean to make this about me, but someone was like, you should do, that would be an iconic lip sync if you lip synced the video. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, no, I mean, yeah. I mean, back, Bowen Yang back in the day, Bowen Yang like 1.0. Well, I would have. Bowen Yang 1.0 would have done it. Shia, Shia, Shia. I'm sorry, I'm sweaty from riding my horse. Um, I, <laughs> I, you know what? I still have, I still have dreams because all, all roads lead back to morning show. I still have dreams, stress dreams sometimes that I'm going to meet Reese Witherspoon and she's going to be like, I know you recorded. <laughs> Why am I giving her an, a twang? She'll be like, you did that lipstick of me getting arrested. I, I maybe, I, I think maybe she's seen it and maybe she doesn't like it because it's, it's a terrible moment in her life. I think that everyone should have a sense of humor about the things yes. that go wrong. And also I, I will say to the day I die, that is when I really started standing. Me too. Like, because the next I day she goes it. on the morning shows, the next day she goes on the morning shows and played it perfectly where she was like, I was drunk. I was stupid. And then, she, and then they were like, you said you were pregnant. Are you pregnant? She goes, no, I lied. Not, I don't know why I said that. I'm not. I'm like, that. that is, I said I was pregnant. Great. I'm not. <laughs> legend i love I that it. yeah i mean it was immediate accountability which it's not like we see people taking it uh, and also no. like it, that i mean it was a teachable moment it was someone like really leaning on her white privilege i mean that was crazy like th if that had happened now i think she would have gotten a lot of hell sure what you know what i mean like I think that it's an op lip sync opportunity that you absolutely, as the king of lip syncs at the time, couldn't just pass up. Maybe, I, maybe I will still do it. I love it. Maybe I get, I, maybe I get in there. No, I don't know. Maybe I get in there. This iconic woman. I'm not gonna like work with her. Whatever. I don't know um, that that's true. The thing is, like, and here's the thing: it's like I'm not saying fuck Olivia Wilde, and this is the annoying part of all. No, this. no, no. That's not what we're saying. I, 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 the yeah, there's a lot part of people of this, like piling yeah. like the twitter pylon is too much as it always is yeah um but you can have some nuance as you look at this situation and go oh man like that is a sign of bad directing where you know you're you're, you're just being subterfuge about like everybody and you're you're lying and you're not making sure your actors are like care taken care of yeah whatever. i will say the the email that shia made public was so like namaste it was so like yeah hey I, I hope you're so well you should see my daughter grow anyway you liar here are the receipts and then to drop them all and then literally end it being like i truly hope the best for you i was like mama this is housewives it's giving the real yeah. housewives of wherever they shot that film <laughs> palm springs yeah sedona yeah sedona really serena could never lisa rena could never can we, should we briefly talk about J-Lo firing Virgos from her dance? Wait, what? From her dance. Did you not hear about this? No. Tell me all about it. Oh my God. She okay, fired so, Virgos just because she doesn't like Virgo energy? So Heather Morris, who famously played Britney S. Pierce on Glee, who was famously before that a backup dancer for so many people, Beyonce. Yeah. Beyonce. Um, J-Lo. 
said on a podcast interview recently that JLo hates Virgos and has fired people on her, I think not her staff, but definitely her backup dancing or just or people on her, her dancers basically for being Virgos, which is- That is iconic. The, iconic, the perfect time to mention that we're in Virgo season. This, is, this yeah. is lining up so perfectly after Renaissance comes out, after a song called Virgo's Groove is in all of our minds. I mean, literally the world's most famous Virgo is stomping the yard right now. Stomping the yard after J-Lo is doing a fake plantation wedding where, you know, she... <laughs> um, Like, there's just so much going on here, and I think it's all fantastic. And this is not to say that, like, I think any less of J-Lo. It's just, it's just so crazy how... All of this is happening. The JLo news of the past two years has been sumptuous. Yeah. I mean, she's certainly in an era. I mean, she's in her yes. she's in her Benefer 2.0 era. She's in her post-hustlers. I didn't get the nomination. So fuck y'all. I did the Super Bowl. She's in she's in her post Apex Apex. Yeah. That's I what know. is happening. She is in her Charizard. But your Charizard is your Apex. Now she's like devolving mm. back to Charmander in a way. You think she's at Charmander? You think she's no, at like... No, no, no. You think she's a fly girl like, again? I'm just saying she's a Charizard, but the Charizard like don't don't spit fire the way that he... You know what she's giving? She's giving Cranky Charizard. Remember when... The, 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 cranky the, the, basically the, the moral lesson of that era of Pokemon was that Ash allowed Charmeleon to evolve too early. And so, remember when Ash had to like yeah, and Charizard was a fucking asshole, but like, I, I don't think it's Charizard being so bitch. fucking rude. Cranky yeah. bitch. That's JLo. Like, literally, That's Charizard J-Lo. was giving diva behavior. Like, it was giving not doing what was told. It was very much giving barely even coming out of the Pokeball as if it was a goddamn trailer on the Sony lot. And Charizard says, Ugh. I won't come out of my Pokeball, not for no one. I said, get the director to come to me. Meanwhile, you have like fucking professionals. You have Pidgeotos waiting in their balls. Florence Pugh's just being mm-hmm. like, hi, um, you're making this a toxic environment. Mm-hmm. You're, I'm not doing press for you. Wait, literally, there is no actress that gives Pidgeotto more than Florence Pugh. And I am so proud it's of so you, true. sister. You really, Thank she you, really sister. does give Pidgeotto. She really She's Pidgeotto. does. And Pidgeotto is I I remember when uh, when I had a Pidgeotto. I like Pidgeotto better than Pidgeot. Oh, hundred percent. I was just gonna say like when my Pokemon Pidgeotto was evolving to Pidgeot, I was like, oh, I know this is like beneficial to me, but like I don't want this girl here. Like I'd rather have Pidgeotto. Like it's that's my diva doll. Like that's personally for me my girl. Yeah. Like I understand kids have to grow up, but mm, no. In so no, many words, no, I don't no. think so, honey. You know what I'm saying? I think I do. I really think I do. Well, which speaking of that, um, because you will not be able to join me for this next um, segment of the podcast because it's my really great interview with Jennifer Lewis. You uh, did not get to do it. I don't think so, honey. Would you like to do it now? Because I know something is on your mind, spirit, and heart. I would love to. Then at this time, I will ready the phone, which is how I keep time for I don't think so, honey. This is Bowen Yang's early, a third of the way into the episode, and I don't think so, honey. This really doesn't happen very often, but it's happening today, tonight, wherever you're listening to this. Mm -hmm. And it's time 
starts now. I don't think so, honey. John F. Kennedy International Airport. Every damn terminal. Everything about this fucking place. Why did we ever think for a second that it was any better, any measure better than LaGuardia was 10 years ago? LaGuardia is that girl now. Make no mistake. LaGuardia is a pleasure to have in class now that she's undergone the the renovation. But John F. Kennedy has always been garbage. It's Horrible to get to, no matter how you get there. 30 seconds. The only, the the big draw of it now is to go to the TWA hotel. Honey, I don't want to be in a Stanley Kubrick movie, you bitch. I Mm -hmm. want to fly out of there. And why did you make it so difficult for me to just find a lounge to go to and have a private, quiet spot to record my podcast with legend, Hollywood legend, Jennifer Lewis, my Mm. best friend's co-star, Jennifer Lewis. Five seconds. Terminal 7 is the worst Worst, worst, worst part of New York City, period. The worst people, the worst fucking place to be. Oh my God, Matt, if you had been there with me, if you had been there with me that day, trying to figure out how to get into that damn lounge, you would have snapped along with me. I snapped. Because it's that flop international lounge, right? The the, It's the flop international lounge, but they make it fucking hell. They make you solve 10 fucking bridge troll riddles to get inside. I went through security. Then they said, um, because I had my, my, my boarding pass for this international flight pr- printed from my original uh, place, whatever. I won't get into it, but they were like, you need a written per- letter of permission at the British Airways huh? Satellites Lounge, which is fucking trash. Delta will forever be that girl. You can never be Delta Lounge. You can never be American Express Centurion Lounge. It was disgusting it's run by all these gatekeeping motherfuckers L- literal gatekeeping is at its worst at the lounges shall we say i'm sorry i know it's hacked to complain about air air travel but it was no i mean it is truly, what it is it what it is what it is it's like you can't it's not hack if it's like a universal human experience that for whatever reason everyone hates traveling via air i don't blame taylor sometimes for flying the jet <laughs> i'm serious jfk I, I had to tell, wait, Matt, literally for some inside baseball, I had to tell, I had to tell people on our team, on our management team, I was like, <laughs> no more flying out of JFK, no more flying in wow. or out of JFK. I was like, oh LaGuardia God. is, LaGuardia is the default for going forward. Wow. It's, it's, See, I, I, I've, I've had a, enough. I'm a JFK girl. No, I think, you're wrong. I think it's just because, I think it's just because I can be so autopilot there now because I fly in and out of there so much that I don't have to literally at all even look up from, from like I can just go, 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 go and go exactly sure. where I want to go and get on the plane because I don't want any nonsense. But honestly, I do have to see what LaGuardia is giving now post-renovation because I haven't seen it. It's giving everything that can glamour. be given and gotten. It's giving glamour. It's giving beautiful water features. Matt, Mm. I know you fly Delta. The Delta yes, terminal JFK true. is decent. But if you think about, if your gate is fucking B75 or whatever the fuck, if your number is in the double oh, digits, honey, the walk you're walking. is... You are walking. And you can't, at a certain point, you can't, you can't do that. No, I literally, I, I, you are actually slang when you say this because there have been times where I'm like, it's like twenty minute walk to get there. It's a it's crazy. Yeah, it's so true. La- LaGuardia has it figured out. Fior- there's th- this new girl in town. She's not so new. She just went through a makeover. Fiorello LaGuardia. 
airport. The school and the airport are pumping out hits. Planes and talent. LaGuardia okay. is in her Terry Hatcher Desperate Housewives era. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and then we she's like, culture number 30. <laughs> yeah, it's real culture number LaGuardia, 30. LaGuardia is in LaGuardia her Terry Hatcher, in Desperate, Terry Housewives Hatcher era. Desperate Housewives era. Again, it's so hacked that my last, like, two out of my last three, I don't think Sony's have been about airports, but I this has been my life recently, and it's my reality. And take it to court, okay? Take it to court, okay? Before we right. get into this Jennifer Lewis interview, I, we do want to break some news that we said online, but we just want to say it here on the podcast. The, the Katie's era is oh. complete. That is no longer what you are all called. You are the readers again. We celebrate and support everyone who really tried to make the Katie's era sing, but we have decided to bail on it. And that's okay because we never have made any other mistakes doing this podcast. So it's no. just okay. This was our first. I wouldn't say that that was a mistake even. No, you're right. And I'm sorry to us for saying that. To yeah, us. No, sorry to us. And I will say kind of in a spicy statement, it seemed pretty split. And not even split evenly, but there was just a, I will say, a vocal minority that was mm-hmm. like, no. And then when we announced that Katie's was no more, the less vocal majority finally found their voice, shall we say, and said, wait, I wait, I didn't I liked it. But sometimes the vocal minority wins, and that is not But let me be clear. Yeah, go be clear. Let me be clear. This is not customer service. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is not customer service. This is a decision that we are making because we feel the readers, that's who you are. Absolutely. And this is why you get out there and vote. This is why you have to make your voice heard. And I'm so serious. (laughs) I am. You have to register to vote and to make your voice heard. Because what what is coming up is the midterms. And from the looks of things, we have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of work to do. Well, enjoy this conversation with the legend, Jennifer Lewis. Bye. Bye. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, 
bubbly bursts. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming, too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow... So could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20-plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick-and-mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn, and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for what you want to get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. I don't know if you noticed, Jennifer Lewis, but I'm wearing my robe for you. Don't have a robe on. <laughs> Honestly, I, I'm not used to seeing you not be robed. And uh, sometimes know, on set, I'd see you, you in the two robes. <laughs> 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 Which is how you know she's at work. <laughs> Did you read the uh, the two couple of paragraphs on the robes? Oh, you know that I, I had to get up and walk around with the book in my hand. Where in that? Because I was like, I know this is boss. I know this Baby, is when mama's in Jennifer, I know. Back your ass up. Back up if I'm wearing two robes. I'll leave her alone, honey. <laughs> right. 
She's trying to contain the charisma. A hundred percent. Well, it's uh, it's uncontainable charisma. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm so excited about the book "Walking in My Joy in These Streets." Probably one of the best titles uh, I've heard. How'd you how'd you stumble upon the title? Uh, it's just kind of who and what I am. It's just mm-hmm. what I do, Matt. I mean, you've seen me on set. If I'm yeah. the only time I'm not like laughing and joking and playing around is when I'm really in my lines. You know, I mm-hmm. show up to do my job, yeah. but I can't do my job if I'm not in my joy. Mm-hmm. So um, it was just so funny that first day I had that big speech and I remember all of you, all of you were sitting there like little puppies panting. Oh, mm. the great Jennifer Lewis. <laughs> oh, she's about to speak. And I went, Listen, you little shits. Yeah. I don't know one fucking line of this script. Yep. Mm. <laughs> They're not getting the great Jennifer Lewis today. Here's the rule. Shut the fuck up so I can concentrate. <laughs> and y'all were like, damn. All right. Well, shit. But it was just so fun. But the reason I have been able to bring Patricia to mm-hmm. I love that for you as well as I have. And don't think for one minute, I don't know that it is oh, my, be- my it best is. work. It's my best work because I'm able to create an environment that is joyful. How can you yeah, really is. I mean, there's not a, 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 a weak link in the cast. I mean, no, I don't have to not. walk over to an executive producer at 65 years old, having been in this business 293 years and say, what is going on over there? And what right, do you expect right. me to do with that person who is not present and who is not mm-hmm. here that you have hired? I have not had to make that speech. Everybody. I mean, I just wouldn't dream of showing up with Jennifer Lewis and not bringing my A++ game. And you make me better and you make me so much better than I ever thought I could be because of what you bring and the stuff that you say to me. So, I mean, it's just just know that that I'm, I'm feeling every minute of it. I mean, first of all, our relationship in the show mm. is so intimate and you know, mm-hmm. having had so many assistants and they like Murphy Brown, I fire them weekly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I fire them. Why did you say, bitch? Get the fuck out of oh, So you don't know my middle name. Yeah. Who named yourself? Motherfucker. I mean, you been, this get out. <laughs> you knew you were walking into a storm. You know, Matt, it's Uh, crazy. I have been compared to the elements. I don't remember a review that they didn't. I uh, a hurricane of a talent, a tornado. Yeah, hurricane Lord is New York. Now I'm 22 years old. What was I supposed to do with that? Hurricane Lord. But anyway, uh, I love being on the set of I Love That for You, and I love everybody on the set that is so rare my friend Mm -hmm. that is so Mm -hmm. rare and with that loving supporting professional energy i am able to move in a tight chi that i've never really felt before you know i'm I'm from the center and and you and i Mm -hmm. let me find the word well it is it, it is energy but it's more than it's the consciousness and the energy Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> those being 
the only two things that really exist. Right. Let's just let's just say right now that I am um, I'm looking forward to the next season. I know we're going to get picked up. I know it I in know my it. heart. Yeah, because uh, I know it because I can feel it. I can feel it too. Yeah, I'm trying to see myself somewhere else, and I can't yet. <laughs> I, know. I know you know. Okay, so we just shared we just shared a visual moment podcast. Right, uh, right. <laughs> so you know, look all that shit out there. If they don't pick us up, they're out of their fucking mind. And I agree be, with you. Yeah, they'd be crazy. They'd be crazy. You know, I also feel like what I what I really take from like our time together on set is I remember, and this is just one of many examples, and I I wanted to ask you a question based on this, which is I remember one day it was where we were doing the scene where where Patricia gifts Darcy the bag, and you were um we were walking through the scene and you were saying how you as Jennifer were feeling emotional about the scene because you know this was a moment of vulnerability for Patricia. And it was also a moment where she was showing Darcy that he means something to her. And as you were preparing the scene, I remember you said out loud, but she is not going to be emotional like I am about this because Patricia is she's rock solid. She's icy and she would never betray that. And you said to me, you know, the way you have an effect on the audience is you don't cry. They cry. And I've actually I wanted to tell you that there's been several times in projects that I've done since that where I've employed that and I felt it really has been effective where I actually, I tried so much to not be indulgent in what I was doing and rather actually have the much more human emotion of trying to manage myself and letting the camera or letting whatever it is pick up on that. And I just wanted to tell you that that was, I think, one of the most indelible pieces of acting advice I've ever had. And I wanted to ask you if you could remember a time where you were on set or working with another actor and they told you something that immediately made sense and you've remembered probably countless times. Oh, countless times. Uh, One of the biggest ones was Tom Hanks when I worked Mm. with him on Castaway. And I was so nervous that first night uh, of shooting. I mean, it was Tom Hanks, for God's sake. Robert Robert Zemeckis is directing. And and here I am. I mean, I, I remember so well because I was studying the Jackie's Back script. Mm hmm in the trailer that night and Tom Hanks came up behind me and (laughs) Jesus, what a moment. He thought I was rehearsing. He thought I was studying our scene that we were about to shoot. I was studying Jackie's back. Yeah. (laughs) So he looked over my shoulder and saw one of the lines from the Jackie's back script that was eventually cut Mm -hmm. because the scene in Jackie's back where I'm standing at the theater and I've got that mink hat on. Yes. Peter is across the street protesting the mink hat where yeah. Jackie Watson didn't <laughs> care. So Tom Hanks looks over my shoulders and reads the line that Jackie Washington was going to say to the crowd of the protesters for the fur. Uh-huh. Give me back my head, bitch. Somebody <laughs> snatches the hat off and Jackie screams, give me back my head, bitch. So that was the line at the top of the page that Tom Hanks read out loud in my ear in makeup and hair. Yeah. 
And all I heard, he didn't even say, hi, I'm Tom Hanks. We hadn't even fucking met. He just uh-huh. looks at the script because I'm not paying attention to who <laughs> has come to the trailer. We but didn't I know it was I'm, Tom Hanks. <laughs> I know I'm thinking Tom Hanks gets his makeup on in his own trailer. But mm-hmm. there he is reading over my shoulder. And this is what you hear. Let me try to get him. Give me. Give me back my head, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what the fuck, man? It's Tom Hanks. But the thing, Tom, when we got on the set, I was I was really nervous. And yeah. he looked at after one take of the scene, he looked at me and he looked me dead in my eye. And he said, don't say it if you don't mean it. Wow. Just like that. Just like that. Oh, my God. Don't say it if you don't mean it. Don't say it if you don't mean it. Mm. It was so powerful because he didn't he didn't um, patronize me. He didn't make me feel bad. He didn't, you know, he didn't put me down. He didn't do any of that. He just gave me that one sentence. Yeah. Because I went over to him. I said, I'm a little nervous, you know. Right. And he said, well, just don't say it if you don't mean it. It was just so simple and and so everything. I'll tell you some of the lines. Sharon Stone also, when I worked with her on The Mighty. Oh, yeah, great movie. Yeah, she gave so much off camera. I -hmm. couldn't believe it. I mean, it was Sharon Stone. I mean, she gave me the tears off camera. You mean when you were doing... Your that's coverage right. and her coverage that's had been right. done. She was In giving it to my co- Yes, right. Yeah. During her coverage, uh, her coverage was first. So mm-hmm. she got, she did her performance. And I, you know, would remember what she did and I would give mine. But she gave it all. Mm-hmm. And I, I have always admired and respected her for that. She also was very sweet. She came to see one of my club acts one time. There, there sat Sharon Stone and Gregory Hines. And wow, that's amazing. Whoopi was in the audience that night. Uh, what? I mean, you know, come on. Um, well, you know, how Matt, crazy is that? I know. I've always been the entertainer's entertainer. Mm-hmm. People, they do. They come to study me. They come to watch because. I mean, you know, look, I perfected the cabaret scene. I yeah, started your showmanship, the house down. Yeah, right. You know, the kids and dream girls used to come see me after the show. Mm-hmm. I was the show after the Broadway shows. People would, the gypsy broad, Broadway gypsies would pile into Don't Tell Mama for mm-hmm. my uh, monthly shows. And I just did them. I just kept doing them, kept doing them. And that's where the real groundwork uh, came in. That's why I wasn't too intimidated by Molly Shannon and Vanessa Bayer. <laughs> when I, I love that for you because I'd done my homework too. It was like I was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I know, right? And it's, it's, it's true, it's true that so you sad. auditioned for Saturday Night Live too, right? Yes, I did. I sure did. I had a call back with Lauren Michaels. I can't remember mm-hmm. what year it was, but I was very young. I was in my early 20s and I just wow. knew I was going to get picked. I could. Yeah. It was one of the biggest heartbreaks of my career yeah i went through something similar i isn't it yeah, funny yeah. like now we get to work with people that have been also on the show and we both also got there close you and- go. it always comes around and let me say yeah. to all the kids listening you mm-hmm. must 
I always say I gave up many times in my career. Mm-hmm. I did, but I never quit. Mm-hmm. I didn't quit. It's when your hardest hit that yeah. you mustn't quit. That's so true. You've got to be in it to win it. There's no room for you to sit down. Mm-hmm. I tell motherfuckers I'm so dramatic. I live my life like I got five minutes left. There you go. What you going to do with the next five minutes, Jenny? Okay, you say that's dramatic. Ooh, that's so much. You damn straight. See, yeah. I'm 65. I got 30 summers left. I ain't got mm. time to waste. If the fucking 9.2 hit right now, I would have gone down talking to my baby. I don't waste time. I know. I would have gone down telling the truth. I try not to even get stressed anymore. I go, bitch, why? If, when you've been in an earthquake mm-hmm. and a tornado and a flood, <laughs> You know, you don't fuck around with nature. No, you see the, the preciousness of life, how precious it is, how fragile we are. Mm-hmm. We are so fragile. Mm-hmm. And it can all be gone in a second. And yeah. that's why you've got to honor it. You've got to honor it. Yeah, as you're talking, I'm reminded of the chapter in your book about your cousin, Ronnie, which moved me so much. I mean, this was such a beautiful testament and it's such a beautiful, you know, ode to his spirit and to how meaningful he was to you. And I I do like I, I know that like it emanates off of you, but you are it's it's almost like beyond allyship. It's like you are an icon to the LGBTQ community, but also it's like it feels like inherent in you. Like obviously yes. you have a very close connection because there's a person in your life that was gay that you knew from very, very, very young age, but also like, can you speak to being involved in that cabaret scene and also being in, being around so many people like vibrant queer people in the eighties because it's, but it's it beyond was. performance. It feels like it's like a lifeblood. Oh no, darling, the performance, the f- performance on stage was, you know, probably scripted and yeah, okay, right. Jennifer Lewis will go off the script in five seconds and mm-hmm. create a whole nother world. But when the show came down, mm-hmm. the you see, mm, artists are a different walk. We walk in a different light of life mm-hmm. because we know we're responsible. We know we're responsible for the next trend, the next energy. You know, it's like it's like it's like a tone setting. It's a responsibility. You can't yeah. fuck it Mm -hmm. you've got to honor artistry because we are we go before everyone and lay the ground here's some art to look at while you're climbing your mountain here's Mm -hmm. a song you can sing while you're climbing your mountain because that's all any of us are trying to do is climb the mountain so Mm -hmm. the artists are there to say Here's something to encourage you. Here's a song you can sing when you get to level five. Here's a pair of beautiful uh, shoes that'll make your feet feel good. Whatever you need. Mm -hmm. We're going to make you a shoe that's going to cushion your foot to get to the next level. What do you need? Because we were put here to create it for you, to Mm -hmm. help you, not to change you, not to make you, but to just help you, feed you as it were. Feed you. Here's a song, bitch. Mm-hmm. You know, you ain't even got to know how to sing to sing it. No, the you just have to love to sing and want to right. sing. 
thank you. The fact that you heard it means it's in your soul already. There you go. Yeah. Do what you will with it. But here's the song, bitch. Here's a song. Mm -hmm. I have a, a, a song I've loved since I was a kid. It said, God, give me mountains mm. with hills at their knees. You know, I, 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 I used to think, Matt, that I, that I had to pull everybody up. Mm -hmm. I'm happy I stayed alive. I'm happy I stayed around to grow, to respect other people and hear what they had to say, a.k.a. listen to others instead mm -hmm. of it being me, me, me. It's now we, we, we. So I found people that I could reach up and trust not to let me fall back mm -hmm. down that mountain. And that goes back to I love that to you for you. That goes back to Vanessa's warmth. That goes yeah. back to Molly's uh, uh, wholeness and your intensity and your I, I watch, you know, I've been able to watch the show and study it. You also have a warmth and, and not to your looks don't hurt either, baby boy. You just, <laughs> Coming from the most beautiful woman in the world. That means something. You're so precious to just look at those little things you do, even when you slam the uh, <laughs> the uh, card that Patricia has made you put all over that board. The way you're going like this bitch, <laughs> but this, this bitch is in your back. No, honey, yeah. I have studied it all. Thank I have you. this bitch. I love her, but God damn, did I have to put the same shit all over here? Because I heard Patricia say, put them all up there so everyone will understand there will be no mistakes. Yeah. And you're like, and I could hear Darcy thinking, fuck. <laughs> In your back, it's there. Fuck. It's such an interesting relationship and dynamic to play because there's so many layers to it. You know what I mean? So it's like, many. there is that, because there is that, um, I, I find that with him, it's like an irritance that he has to be obedient to someone, but he also, he also does need it and he requires it. Her. He worships he her. her. He, he does, wants he to does. be her, for God's sake. And yeah. when you have that scene with Vanessa, when you're getting, who's taking the care of her? Yeah. <laughs> Matt, everything is in that scene. Everything mm. that is unspoken, I hear in that scene. Whatever fucking word you say, I hear everything you're not saying. And that's when you know it's right. This means the world to me. No, no, no. You literally say, I'm nothing. When you <laughs> say I'm nothing, when you say I'm nothing, I'm just a little speck. All I hear <laughs> is, all I'm hearing is, you don't understand. I just stole $50,000. <laughs> yeah. And when you, even when you do your hands, and you go down like, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, me, Jennifer. No, I'm going to say my favorite part. Mm. This is how I know like I, the second season of I Love This For You is going to be so interesting. I can't wait. Uh, because what I have found while looking at it and studying it, you and I are music, uh, young man. We're music together. That's some music shit going on. We're writing a song in this bitch. And mm. I am loving 
every note. You know, I don't fuck around, young man. I don't blow smoke. I know you I don't. I have watched you. You're too close to me for me not to. I got to be able. I see straight through you. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, get that close to me. I see everything. <laughs> okay. They can actually be uh, a thousand paces away. I still see. But that up close. No, when you let me tell you the song, you I don't even know if you know it. But while I'm singing and I'm feeling good, mm-hmm. and before you push that fucking button, when you go, mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah. I said, this little boy, this little boy know a thing or two. That's, it was a song. <laughs> the song. It was a song within a song within a song. And it was beautiful. I'm, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. And it's such a, it's one of the great joys of my life to be able to, to have this like experience. And I'm so excited for the, the future of like the song, as you're saying. And I will say, I was so proud and so excited to be able to be there when you got your star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh my God. and I, that was so exciting to watch you get that moment that like there's such a deserved moment. And I have to tell you, I didn't get to talk to you much that day because there was so much happening. But I was shaking because I go over and I look at my chair and of course I'm like glowing and I'm with Vanessa and we're so excited and proud of you. And then I go over, I look, I they have a chair for me. It says Matt Rogers on my chair. And the next chair over said two words, Brandy Norwood. <laughs> Jennifer, I have, I, when I tell you, uh, she came and sat next to me and I, I'm, I'm like shaking because I have been a huge Brandy fan from a child and she was, and she was amongst dozens and dozens and dozens of people that were there just so excited glowing for you. What did that day feel like? Because it's not just any people. These are the most talented people. These are the most brilliant lights. I mean, meeting all your sisters was incredible. Like, I mean, just like, what did that feel like? And the caliber of people that were there to pay tribute to, I mean, Mark Shaman and Debbie Allen did the speeches. Let's go. Wow, baby boy. Oh, man. To make Jennifer Lewis speechless because she's sitting in a moment that is real. It's so real. Mm. Come on, you already know. I don't have to say. Just it amazing. was, um, let me try. Yeah. Mark Shaman and I have known each other for about 35 years. And, you know, he wrote Hairspray for me, he wrote Motor Mouth for me, but I couldn't do it because I was under contract um, with uh, Strong Medicine. Wow. Wow. So I did get to go, I did get to go back to Broadway and do it for three months, um, which was wonderful. Oh, God, what a life. And mm-hmm. Debbie Allen gave me my first job in Hollywood. Wow. It was a, a, a pilot with Diane Carroll, Cab mm. Calloway, Journey Smollett. Wow, this is cr- oh, love Journey. Gary Journey Smollett was four years old playing Debbie wow. Allen's role, and my yeah, and I was playing uh, uh, Debbie Allen's cousin Jesse May. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so gave me my first solo, and and the great moment between Debbie and I was when we did a presentation of the pilot. It was called Sunday in Paris. When we did a presentation of the pilot for the producers, 
the producers, which she was one, she was an executive producer, so they were in a meeting. So when they came out of that meeting, Debbie Allen slipped me a note and she whispered in my ear, they want more of Jesse May. (laughs) 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 Of course. Come on now. They want more. That's the title of the next book. <laughs> they want more. They said they want more of Jesse May. She said, and then she whispered in my ear. She said, now you listen to me and listen good. Yeah. I'm only going to do a couple of seasons of this show and then you can have it, but not yet. Bitch, <laughs> baby, she wrote a note that said not yet, bitch, that I wow. still have. I still have that note. Not yet, bitch. You wow. can be you can take over because she knew I was capable of taking it over. Mm-hmm. I mean, back in those days, I wasn't even treated for my bipolar disorder. So, honey, I was completely out of control. I pushed every motherfucker aside <laughs> to be to the center. And there was just no justice. There was yeah. nothing. There's there never is. I was a force of nature job. Debbie Allen was like, God damn, this girl got talent. So see, she saw it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, she, you know, all of my peers, I mean, from Whoopi to Rosie to Kathy Griffin and all the people that were in Jackie's back. Yeah. You know, been there for me. Bette Midler, all of Mm -hmm. they've been there for me. I was the little the little kid new on the block and everybody wanted to make me a star. But the mm-hmm. bipolar disorder um, really stopped that whole, it was a wave coming, but it was a wave of confusion. Yes. I, I, I was not aligned. I was willing, but I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready emotionally, spiritually, uh, and I, I, I just didn't know what to do with myself. Everybody was dying from AIDS and I just, I pretty much just lost my fucking mind. And you then felt someone overwhelmed. I, yeah. Right. And, 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 uh, you know, you're not supposed to deal with that much death in your early thirties, for God's no, sake. I mean, no. they, 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 my babies dropped like flies. Nobody no. knew what to do. Ronald Reagan wasn't doing shit. Wasn't saying no. shit. The government wasn't saying shit. And we all, we were all lost, but I, more than most, because I was like, I was not diagnosed yet. So, um, um, what can I tell you going back to the LGBTQ community, you know, like the whole chorus, like died from dream girls. I mean, it was, it was a time that you guys could not even imagine. And it was a silent war. Kind of like this yeah. dumb COVID shit. You didn't. It, yeah. it, we thought it was in the air. There was a time we didn't know if it was in the air. Yeah, it had to be incredibly scary. I mean, sometimes I just I I I very rarely have these moments because I I whether it's ignorance or whatever is just like or I I am you know blessed and to be living in this time and not that one. I look around whenever I'm a lot around all my gay queer friends and i think like we're very lucky that i mean oh, yeah. this isn't a Big present a, a, a yeah. present like immediate threat because just the fear and terror just and, and to understand how vital the community is and how enriching it is and how i'm proud i am to be a part of it just 
Yeah, it just life well, is not fair. Where I live, honey, I live in my joy around the gay children. Yes. I live yes. in my joy. <laughs> they love me. I love them. And that's just the way that is. And I'm going to fight for them. And they've always fought for me. And before you even 100%. ask, a little Asahibo. Yeah, I was like, what are we rocking here? Oh, we got some acai. <laughs> we I love just, that. I just, I just finished my Pilates, so I got to eat a little something. You know, I still yeah. take care You're of myself. You're glowing, by the way. You're glowing. I feel good. You're emanating right now. You seem like you're walking in your joy. <laughs> Honey, let me tell you what happened yesterday, and you will know why I'm walking in my joy. I want to know. The musical director of my new uh, animating animation feature oh. called Spellbound yes. with Nicole Whitman, Javier Bardem, Love it. And John Mitko is playing my husband. Mm -hmm. Well, not my husband. He's he's the other, like, minister of the little kingdom. But anyway, they came over yesterday, honey, with all the (laughs) Disney-ingness of it all. Yeah, the storyboards? uh, Well, no, no. You know, Disney does not let out the script. Oh, they don't. Okay. The only, when I've done about, oh, I guess this will be my, ooh, I think this will be my seventh animation feature. Wow. But baby, your little girl is singing an Alan Macon song. Yes. Unbelievable. This is going to be incredible. And and I I sounded so good (gasps) on it. I couldn't believe I hit those notes yesterday. (laughs) I can believe it. I mean, everyone, I mean, you know, you know what else I loved about I love that for you is they gave you that moment in the, I think it was the fifth episode to sing feeling good when you just mentioned it, just like the way you ripped that up. I was like, come on now. The moment was absolutely met, crushed it. Well, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. The greatest compliment I got was from Mark Shaman. Mm-hmm. And Mark and I don't compliment each other because we both know if we one of us gets if one of us gets one more compliment, our heads will fall off our shoulders because we're so good. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we usually we were just pretty much putting each other down when we talk. <laughs> fuck you, no, fuck you, no fuck you, no fuck you. Yeah. When Mark Shaman mm. You have such incredible, enriching friendships. Look at you. I mean, you're overwhelmed. But yeah, because there's so much love there. Yeah. And so much history. Yes. When Mark Shaman calls and tells you that he has never seen a more perfect lip sync. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I mean, he said it was perfect. <laughs> how did you I mean with Mark you know confused at some of my brilliance I mean that yeah I'll tell you another thing Mark Shaman did we we went on a world tour once and we were yeah. in Iceland together mm-hmm. we're about we is were now. In, yeah <laughs> but we, we were in a 350 year old uh, wow. glacier they oh. had car uh a wedding chapel of ice inside of this glacier. You call wow. and tell him to go there. It's pretty cool. I will. Yeah, they'll drive him out. Tell him if it's, it's a bit of a drive in Iceland to get out to that glacier, but tell him to go. It's worth it. Okay. Uh, they, have, they have to give you a suit so you don't freeze to death in there and all that oh, shit. Oh, wow. It's, 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 it's all that. Okay. What an experience. Absolutely. Yeah. But I got up 
uh, Mark Shaman and I were walking around in this glacier in Iceland and the guide that was taking us through all this precarious ice and snow. She turns at one point, she says, yes, now we've entered the temple, the chapel. Is uh, Does anyone sing? <gasps> oh, man, the acoustics probably were giving everything. Yes. Actually, if you really want to know the truth, it's actually on YouTube. You can actually really? see. But here's the piece. Okay. When I finished singing Amazing Grace in that glacier, mm-hmm. you can hear Mark Shaman say these words. And I got a search from him. I've watching a long time, but he says, uh, How's the Amazing Grace in? Sing the song. Yeah, but yes. But I see. And he either says, I think he said, perfect. Or or it was brilliant. I mean, it was somewhere, and it was one word. Mm -hmm. And I'm almost praying he doesn't see this. Uh, hear this interview because it'll give him too much power. Oh, but wow. when he compliments me, yeah. when Mark Shaman gives me a compliment, mm-hmm. it fucking goes in, man. Well, it, it sounds like it was in. involuntary. You know what I mean? It sounds like he had an experience that, listening and being there. You know what it I mean? It came so quickly. <laughs> yeah. It came so from his soul, which everything does. That son of a bitch feels everything. I'm telling you, Mark Shaman rocks around and there is there is music constantly mm-hmm. in his entire molecular structure. Yeah, you can barely man. get through. You can barely get through. He'll put yeah. his finger up to my, his ear because I'm screaming so loud trying to get through whatever symphony that motherfucker's writing. I'm like, Negro, <laughs> yeah. we're eating now. Pass <laughs> me some chicken, bitch. <laughs> he killed me. But you know, pass the cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> and he's over there writing a symphony. Damn, some people never stop. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, Los Culturistas listeners. We're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. 
gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs Classic Clogs and Sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. I have to ask you, um, we have a question that we ask everyone that comes on this podcast. And it, it causes a little bit of a deep dive. So we ask everyone, what was the culture that made you say, culture was for me. So basically, this is a stupid way, an ignorant way of asking the question, what was the formative pop culture, whether it was a film, you know, a musical artist, something that made you, Jennifer Lewis, realize you were Jennifer Lewis? What was that formative culture? I actually spoke to my new assistant, Cecily, who knows you. Love Cecily already. And she was telling me about this, this culture thing. I was yeah. like, what the fuck is you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> she said something that, she said something that, you know, and I said something like, well, a Jordash jeans, you know, change. <laughs> I was walking around. She said, oh, that's a good one. But as you <laughs> ask me this question, I'm going to tell you another. Oh, yeah. I used to walk down the street in New York going, you got to look. You got to look. I just knew I had to look. Yes. And those jeans were so cheap and nasty. They used to always hurt me between my legs. I took those motherfuckers off and never wore them again. Oh, no. Especially in New York. 
Oh, God damn. And I'm walking in the pumps on the asphalt of mm-hmm. 8th Avenue going, you got the look. You got the look. <laughs> and I changed, I changed the song to my feet are hurting. My ass is hurting. <laughs> and so uh, I got fuck those games. Fuck those yeah, games. They were not practical. They can't be the but culture you know, that made you say culture was for you. They were not practical enough. That, if, as you <laughs> asked me this question. Yes. Something else went through me. Mm-hmm. I wanted, I heard, what was it that, that shook you in your, in your, in your past? Let me tell you a couple of things, whether I'm answering your question or not. Let mm-hmm. me say this out loud just because it's so present. Good. It was Streisand. Oh. It was Judy Garland. Yes. It was Sammy. Sinatra. Yeah. Pearl Bailey. Mm-hmm. It was those gods. Yeah. That snatched my soul out of my goddamn rib cage and said, this is who you are, Miss Lewis. Was it the storytelling of what they were able to do? What was it, do you think, that made you connect to these like vocal storytellers? Like, what was it about them? Because that is the that is the the connecting tissue that I find in those names that you say. It's the it factor, my friend. Yeah. It is a charisma that cannot be bought. It can only be polished. Yes. You have to be born with it. It is game knows game. Mm-hmm. You have it, man, darling. You have oh, it. You have Lewis. No, darling, I don't blow smoke, baby. You have the in fact that you wouldn't be able to stand next to me if you did. <laughs> you might be I mean, right. Let's, let's <laughs> Come on. Yeah, you couldn't. You would have quit. You would have been, I can't talk with that bitch. I can't do it. Shut up, Lewis. I can't. But you didn't. You stepped up. Or should I say you stepped in? You mm. know who you are. You're mm. young, but you know who you are. Mm. We're all unfinished projects. We're yeah. all climbing that mountain. We're all reaching back to somebody we love. We're all reaching up to somebody we respect. Mm-hmm. It is a chain of love. And some of us, I'm sorry, we were given just a little more. I'm sorry, we just were. I don't know how it works. I don't know what God is thinking or who did what or who did. I don't know. But I know I came in this bitch singing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go out of this bitch singing. 100%. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, you know, my mother, when I was um, very, very young, she like raised me on the movie Funny Girl. So oh I think I, I may have been like four or five the first time I really watched Barbara deliver those numbers, specifically Same the here. moment the moment that I can really remember is seeing her sing My Man at the end of Funny Girl. And just mm-hmm. the way that she belts out the world for the word forevermore at the end of that song and it closes the film and she she in silhouette the lights go down in black and she's in silhouette and she's just bathed in the glory of what she's just done but what it it was it was all of the emotion of that entire two hour 40 minute film 
put into one. No, it was just like, and so when you say her name, I'm like, wow, that really is what it is. It's just an immediacy and an ability to channel. And that was the moment for me too. But my moment was going to rain on my parade. Yeah. When that bitch went, don't. And then another, don't tell me. Mm -hmm. (gasps) And then when she got on that motherfucking boat and hit that motherfucking note that lasted eight hours <laughs> I, I was i was babysitting and you never forget moments like this i was no, babysitting yeah. and when she hit that note yeah and also holding the center of that shot ooh when she when she did that i knew knew that i would hit that fucking note and hold it that fucking long mm. and believe me i have in my yeah. youth though i'm sure i'm no sure you, have you sang that song a ton. Oh, are you kidding? Yeah. They didn't know the word was bop, but the word was bop. <laughs> all you, all I have to hear is don't, 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 don't. I mean, it's, mm. and it was also, I don't know, there were there just been moments, you know, when you, ooh, when you hear the voice of Nelson Mandela, mm-hmm. when you're, when you're privy to looking Michelle Obama in her eyes and seeing her grace through her eyes. This was an amazing part of the book. Yeah, you, you, everyone has to get this book, yeah. I'm talking moments of life. Yes. I mean, I'm talking about human greatness. And what is greatness, Miss Lewis? Greatness, mm-hmm. and by the way, take this in, there are no shortcuts to it. See, when you see, when you put up the word great on a human being, they did some shit because they got there telling the truth. That's some real shit. You can't lie your way to greatness, motherfucker. Mm. You got to stand in your truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Mm-hmm. That's why the the con artist in the book got eight years. Because yeah. when I read my, when I read my victim statement, I brought the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Didn't need God to help me because it was the whole truth. Yeah. Do you understand? Yes. I've been given the strength to say no to injustice. Yeah. That shit happened to me. I said to myself, if I am in this much pain from being conned and scammed, what other people must be going through. See, I have the tools to work through any fucking thing that comes near me. I'm like Morpheus in fucking Matrix. Bring mm-hmm. it, bitch. Where you at? Come on. What you yeah. got? Because we got all we can do is sit at the table and work through it. But when you get to a situation where you can't work through it, I'm telling everybody in the world, let that shit go. Mm-hmm. That's the moment where you have to say, okay. Time to grow up and move the fuck on, no matter how painful it is. Yeah. You can't change nobody. You can't make somebody do something that you want them to do how you want them to do it. Mm-hmm. That's not you. That, that doesn't belong to you. Yeah. What belongs to you is how you feel about it. What did you do with it? Right. Who did you help? And who did you defend? And did you take your responsibility? Because there's always a two-way fucking street. 
I don't even know how I got off on that, but it sounded. No, but I, I, I want everyone to know for everyone listening that you must read this book because this was this was another thing I didn't know, actually, is that you found yourself in a relationship with someone that became romantic and the person was a full scam artist who is, I guess oh, now wow. in prison because he was conning women into being in romantic relationships with him and taking all their money to fund fraudulent businesses. And yeah. this was something yeah. that I was really shook by because you're so kind and so strong. I was like, God, this guy must've been a real sicko. And these people are really good at what they do. Aren't they? You have to watch out for some of these people. And I just wanted to ask, like, when do you decide? So when you talk about acting on something like that, because you knew you were going to do something about it, because pretty immediately you did go to the police and um, it, it developed from there in terms of getting this guy, you know, serving, serving justice or what have eight you. Eight years. He got eight years. When does it when does it stop becoming I'm in pain and hurting about this? And when how soon does it do you make the decision to act? Was it immediate or and how much grieving process went into the end of that relationship? My what to do was immediate because right. I'm an alpha. I don't mm. sit around. And, and well, before treatment, before uh, treating my bipolar disorder, when chaos or madness would occur, I would become part of the madness and mm. the chaos. Fall out, don't know what to do, go crazy, you know, start crying, couldn't stop crying. Hey, things are wrong. No, not anymore, darling. Not mm -hmm. after this many years of therapy. Mm -hmm. Whenever it happens, because that phone, one thing you know is the phone is going to ring. No matter, mm -hmm. you can be skip towing through the tulips, doing whatever the fuck you want to do with your life. But that phone is going to ring and somebody's going to be dead at some point. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to have to have a heart attack. Somebody did this. Somebody, it's coming. You know, there was a movie, The Untouchables, with Kevin Costner mm -hmm. and Sean Connery. And Sean Connery has been shot and he's bleeding to death. And Kevin Costner has come to him and asked for his assistance. Well, now, having given him his assistant, assistance, he's been shot and he's dying. And he looks up at Kevin Costner as he's bleeding to death. And he asks him, what are you prepared to do? Mm. You going to go to the train station and kill this motherfucker? Or are you just going to let me lay on this floor and bleed and you do nothing about it? Yeah. I stayed alive yeah. long enough to tell you where this motherfucker is that killed me. Now, what are you prepared to do? So that's what I ask myself every fucking day because something's coming every day. What are you prepared to do, Jenny? Did you journal? Did you journal about it last night? Mm. Did you write down last night? Get in the pool. See, it's, mm -hmm. it's step by step. Yeah. There's no frivolity involved in living on purpose. See, the con artist got in because mm -hmm. I wasn't paying attention. Right. Oh, I was off getting my uh, honorary doctorate degree, getting a lifetime achievement award. And he was just over there. And I was like, OK, baby, I'll be back. Yeah, I'm gonna, I I'll invest in that. Yeah, sure. And then I'm off on a plane. Well, guess what that is, Matt? Mm -hmm. That's called arrogance. Mm hmm. It's called yeah. omnipotence. It's delusions of grandeur and it's grandiosity. Well, Miss Lewis, maybe next time you'll pay attention.
attention. Miss mm. Lewis, maybe there's a new lesson to learn. How about you pay attention? You paying attention, Jenny? Or you just flailing your arm like let somebody else take care of it. Right. You let this man in your house, in your life, in your home, in my bed, in between my legs. And it was a prophet. Thank you. A lie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Excuse me, God. You send mm-hmm. me a fucking con artist. Yeah. Let me tell you how immediate it was. Yeah. It was immediate. I went to the police immediately. I called TMZ. I wanted that motherfucker's face all over the world so he wouldn't hurt other women. Yeah, now, let me tell you other women, 100%. Yeah. Let me tell you something. My therapist told me when that happened, and let me be very honest, it is one of the worst things that have happened to me. But mm-hmm. in hindsight, once we say, oh, it's the worst thing that happened to me, it was the best thing. Mm-hmm. I would not have been able to write either of these books had that motherfucker not come into my life. Yeah. I would not have been able to write the mother black Hollywood because you see the con artist story was the worst thing that ever happened to me. So if you give the, 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 the worst story away, here you go. Here's the molestation. Here's the pregnancies. Here's the abortions. Here's the sex addiction. Here's the mental health. You gave it away because what do I always say? We are as sick as our our secret. That's right. I did it. Motherfucker, bring it on. Bring it on. You can't come for me. Yeah. Come for me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I did it. But I gave it back to help. And that made me happy. Yeah. Was I embarrassed? Yes. It has to be very vulnerable to to reveal that. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've lived the spectrum. I've gone from poor to rich, poor to rich. I've lived the spectrum, bitch. I'm from the street. Who gonna check me, boo? Well, (laughs) bitch, I checked. Yeah. You got checked, you got conned out of 50 grand. Now go and mourn, if you will. And then get the fuck up and keep going. Yeah. And keep telling the truth, Jenny. Yeah, yeah it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts like hell. But how about you tug on Sojourner's truth skirt right now mm-hmm. and get up? Yeah. It's also important for strong people to show vulnerability and to and to oh. also express the ways in which they have been knocked down because I think that is something I think also too with the entertainment industry is when we step on stage, like obviously you exude a strength and you exude almost like an invincibility, especially when we went, when we're these types of performers like you are and the ones that you've mentioned, but also the vulnerability is why we fall in love with them. It's why we remember my man. You know what I mean? And that's why we remember beauty. That's yes. why I remember Judy Garland. Judy yes. Garland the vulnerability. Sang yes. on the Judy Garland show. I think it was two nights after John F. Kennedy had been shot. I was in the mm. second grade. Wow. And Judy Garland came out mm. in her show. And of course, I learned later that the executive producers did not want her to do that because it was political. Yeah, what but did she do? Judy was, yeah, Judy was friends with uh, JFK. Oh, and um, anyway, she came out and she sang Battle Hymn of Republic. Wow. And baby, go to YouTube and see that bitch. You will see she forgot a lyric and you you she didn't 
love. She went, instead of saying, oh, be swift, my soul to answer him. Be jubilant, my feet, mm. while God is marching on. And baby, when she took that first step on glory, glory, hallelujah, as I was in the second grade, Matt, Mm-hmm. Mm. tears were running down my face I didn't even know what emotion I was feeling but this woman yes this energy this power this mm-hmm. this unannounced storm mm-hmm. that came out of nowhere I'm telling you baby I have enjoyed being in this business Matt I have enjoyed I I am I think if somebody were to ask me what I was more grateful for than anything, it would be that I got to do what I loved to do in my life. Mm-hmm. I probably would have done it had I never got a penny, gotten a penny for it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what else to do but sing a song. I didn't know what else to do but kick my legs in the air. I didn't know what else to do but make people laugh. Mm -hmm. I always thought it was why I was put here. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad I thought that because it kind of worked out. Yes. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs Classic Clogs and Sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. 
So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get... Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night. Aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Here's the thing. Ordinarily, on something as gorgeous and beautiful as that, I would end the episode. But we have to do a segment that we always do on this podcast that I hope Cecily told you about. It's called I Don't Think So Honey. Did you hear about I Don't Think So Honey? Did she tell you? Yeah. She told me about I Don't Think So Honey. This is what it is. It's a 60-second rant about something that is grinding your gears that you need to rant about and scream about. I have one. I'll, I'll do a demo for you, and then I'm going to time you, Jennifer Lewis. Okay, are you ready? All right. So I'm, I'm going to do one, and then you're going to do one. All right, so this is my I don't think so, honey. My time starts now. I don't think so, honey. The word affidavits, the releasing or whatever. Just put this motherfucker in jail. Is he a criminal? Then lock him up. I don't give a fuck about he was the president and this is unprecedented. I don't want to hear the word affidavit ever again. Release the whatever. Mama, release the Kraken. Release the Kraken of the U.S. government and put this man in fucking prison. What does he have that he shouldn't have? Just tell us. You know, we deserve to know the fucking truth. Put him in fucking jail. I have 30 seconds left. Look, I, I, if I have to see one more drone shot of Mar-a-Lago, mama, put the drone into the hallway, go and uncover the cabinets. Just show us what is in there. If I see one more document with a billion lines blacked out, just tell us the truth. How has this motherfucker been putting us in jail? I mean, in, in, in chaos and in danger. Put him in jail, not us. Mama, Is it, I don't care if it's UFOs. I don't care if it's fucking whatever. Just, just tell us what it is. Stop. I don't think so, honey. Boom. That's my one minute. Well, oh. I'm going to pick it right the fuck up. You okay, hold on. Wait. Nothing wait. else. This is Jennifer Lewis. I don't think so, honey. Her time starts now. I don't think so, bitch. I don't think that your motherfucking ass should still be alive when you didn't tell us that COVID was here when it Ugh. wasn't here, you dumb motherfucker saying shit on the phone like, oh, it's in the air. Yeah, it's in the air, bitch. <laughs> Everything else is in the motherfucking air, too, because you don't believe in science with your dumb, fat, little mushroom dick ass. You don't even believe in science. You know you're too goddamn, you're a sociopath. You're a fucking sociopath. And 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 you're insane. But you know what? I'm gonna be honest about you. Like, I don't hate that man. I feel sorry for Trump because I 
know what fucking mental illness looks like, but there's a mm. difference between mental illness and being a fucking sociopath. 15. That bitch has no feeling. And I'm going to tell you why they haven't arrested this fucking ass yet. Because when he got in, he's mafia. He went out there and got a picture of every Republican senator's Five. mistress and mm. a young boy that they fucking around with. Fuck him. He's got. Do it again. Let me get the good shit. <laughs> no, finish, finish, finish. Here's what I want to say. Trump is mob. You got to understand that shit. Yeah, that motherfucker is a mobster. When Period. he got in office, he went and got pictures of every Republican's mistress uh, or yeah. whoever. Uh, they got to see if they were straight or gay or whatever. Yeah. Whatever he could hold over their heads. You're as right. soon as he got in, he went and got those pictures and all yeah. of that information and videos. Those Republican senators know that he has this. Mm -hmm. That's why they're not stepping forward. And they think, okay, well, let me just get on the evil train and maybe we'll win this thing and keep our country. Well, fuck you, motherfucker. Let me tell you, it's time for every great fucking empire to fall, bitch. And that's what's going because you motherfuckers went around the world, colonized, raped, and pillaged every goddamn society you could get your hands on then you brought us in. the fuck it's called oh that's my man no you know what it is i, was I love that the phone call happened in the middle of that when you were going off is this is this mark shaman calling jennifer has run off to go find her phone this is an iconic moment is it mark no it's fuck me you will love this it's shangela is it oh my god you gotta get him get him on you know that i've done two i've done two interviews solo on this podcast jennifer lewis and shangela those were the two that bowen couldn't join me for and i'm like of course the mother and daughter hold on yeah get him back oh this is too good hold on hold on hold on facetime dj pierce other oh here we go yes mom and it yeah, i, I hope he answers honey look who's here i'm on with matt rogers hey girl <laughs> <laughs> jennifer's on lost coat Teresa's. remember you did the pod of course i do hallelujah and i did nothing but praise jennifer lewis aka patricia the whole time 100 true what do, negro <laughs> <laughs> how is the video coming? look in your whatsapp i just sent you a cut oh shut up i'm so excited Ooh, oh, that's breaking news on the podcast you're gonna lose your mind this is breaking oh, i'm sure news. i will Mm. We are doing. You've seen all the videos for Walking in My Joy. I my mean, book. come on. You've seen me get it. You've seen me wash them in the um, in the hair in the what is it? The dishwasher, yeah. the microwave, <laughs> oven, and the refrigerator. Well, I want to live in your house with y'all. <laughs> I know we have. Well, you're gonna die for this. We I just, love it. Just finished. DJ filmed it. Mm -hmm. And did the storyboard. He went up in my closet, got the wardrobe. We had so much fun. Well, some of us did. He lived through it. Let's just say he lived through it. <laughs> we did. We've done a mock of Beyonce's formation. For oh, I book. love it. Ah! It's hilarious. Icons only. Yes. Equipped with <laughs> DJ running out and getting the police uh, light. 
for on top of the car. But when mm-hmm. we finish, yeah, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be really good. Oh, I'm so, so excited. So there's a cut already. Yeah. It's in your you know how to get there? No, I'll call you back. You tell me I don't <laughs> know about no pet shit. Oh, what's that? What's up my ass? I'll tell you what's happening. I'm on this goddamn it. <laughs> Some of y'all, y'all have. I just gotta tell you, Matt. Watching you and her was so fun mm. and also reminiscent of when I worked as Jen's assistant. There were so many moments where I was like, oh, "I feel for him. I know this moment." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trust DJ. me. You're basically playing DJ at the beginning of our relationship for you're my my assistant and DJ believe me I was not like Patricia or was I was nicer one baby I mean when he thought he was coming to the party and you said uh, you didn't think you were coming oh, you, that you, was that a was, heartbreak oh my god now all we need to do is find out that Darcy is actually a drag queen on the side and as fierce as Shangela and that will really complete the loop <laughs> Season two, baby. I'm getting in those writers' ears. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. DJ, the reason that's so familiar to him, because the first year he lived here in my basement dungeon, or however you want to address it, I had a Christmas party. Uh-huh. And all the Hollywood people were there. You know, RuPaul, Loretta was coming. And when mm-hmm. Loretta pulled up, you know, I didn't. I didn't get ballet. I didn't give a, you know, it was just a party. Bring your own fucking ballet, bitch. I don't know nothing about hiring ballet. Fuck Hollywood. <laughs> so I asked DJ, I said, DJ, Loretta Divine just pulled up, baby. Run out there and 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 get Loretta's car. And he said, but I, I said, ah, baby, don't let Loretta walk. Don't let Loretta walk. No, we can't let Loretta walk. What is this? Uh, there is a song now called don't let Loretta walk. <laughs> I know. Is it coming on? <laughs> they went out there and parked Loretta's car and then somebody else pulled up and I said, oh, baby, don't let them walk, baby. <laughs> DJ, how old were you? Like 20 years old? No, I was at least 25 and I remember uh, everyone then just pulled up and started handing me their keys. So <laughs> oh, my God. LA. So he he tells that story when people ask him when was the first time he met RuPaul and RuPaul came to my Christmas party. So funny. That's where he and when he said he was going on the RuPaul show, I was like, Ru got the show. You know, this is in the beginning. I said, Ru got a show. I said, Is there a part for me? He said, Well, it's drag queens. I said, Well, you go on, baby. I'm out. You go on, baby. Mama, mama, yeah, mama. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 Oh my God. Where are you? What state? New Jersey. That's too bad. I'll talk to you, ladies in Jersey. <laughs> Mama loves you. I, I promise. Kiss. Bye, DJ. Okay. Bye. Yeah, that's enough for you. Oh, anyway. oh my God. That was the best cameo <laughs> I've ever had. Yeah, literally, when Shangela DJ came on this podcast, I was a one on one just like this. And I've only done two of those that Bowen couldn't make you and DJ. Oh, Isn't that funny? Oh, he's going to be mad. Bless his heart. Tell him we love him. <laughs> I know. Um, Jennifer, I have so enjoyed having you here and having this conversation with you. I adore you. I look up to you. And I, I, I've, it's just enriches my life every time I'm around you in the same space. So I just want to thank you so much for doing this pod let me give you your listeners a couple of things before i go i always try to leave something that somebody can you know just kind of maybe walk with mm-hmm. 
and I, I this is a, one of my popular quotes, and and I think everybody has heard it, and I I can't say it enough. The elevator to success is broken. Mm. Take stairs. Mm-hmm. You got to be in it to win it. The moment you want to give up, it's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a big one. That's a big one. It's right around the corner if you just hold on. Mm-hmm. It may not be exactly what you want, but it'll get you to where you're going. It's just the next step. So try not to walk around. It's all right to be scared. There's a lot going on in the world. It's all right to be scared. We're human. But you must be unafraid. Mm-hmm. Your generation has to unite so they don't take all of your rights from you. You must unite. You cannot sit on your ass. You've lived in freedom and 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 privilege and 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 you've taken it for granted that if you get sick, there's a doctor. If you get hungry, there's a cook. If you get that, well, are you taking care of yourself? Mm. Last thing I'm gonna tell you, we all have one job, just one. And that's self-care. Take care of yourselves. Life will unfold for you. I got everything I want. Mm -hmm. Why shouldn't you? And I do mean everything, Matt. Mm -hmm. Money does not make life easy. Makes it easier. Mm -hmm. If you don't know who you are, none of it means anything. Take care of you. Don't let none get on you. Don't peop- don't keep people in your life that are toxic. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Find your joy. Pursue happiness. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say. And walk in your joy. That's what you And how about this one? If you purchase a book, it should be Walking in My Joy in These Streets by Jennifer <laughs> Lewis. And if you haven't read The Mother of Black Hollywood, or for me, better yet, listen to the audiobook because she is a performer, then enrich yourself and be doing all of that. Um, and of course, stream Showtimes. I love that for you. <laughs> I will tell you one thing. Yeah. The audible of Walking in My Joy. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, having read it, I can't wait. I can't wait. Matt, you're the first person I'm saying this to. Mm. it's so good yay I'm so excited I don't know what jumped in me that day boy but wow so listening to it I kind of wasn't even there Mm -hmm. which whoa so pick up the audible and I actually sing I recorded the songs in this one can't wait so yeah so thank you, young man. I adore you. I can't wait to see you on the set next I season. Know. More Patricia and Darcy. In season for our love. That's, That's for you. Got a frequency for our love. That's for you. Well, we hope it's announced soon. <laughs> Mwah. I love you. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and 
all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work.